welcome back to indic chat let's hope lord ganesha praying to lord ganesha to make the video go without any hassles now so am i audible as well as visible so all right hello everyone welcome back to indic chat i am sai swarupa author of abhaya here to share with you all about exploring the wonder women of ancient india indic chat is an initiative by indic book club it's a weekly program it's a platform by indic academy to encourage and existing and upcoming authors thanks to shri harikiran garu for this opportunity thanks team swarajya and team creative india the media partners for this awesome program i am happy to talk to you all about this topic very dear to my heart about exploring the wonder women of ancient india i shall devote the latter half of this session to take your questions once i'm done with presenting the topic and before i really begin i hope i'm audible as well as visible those of you who have read abhaya my first novel would know that the story is inspired by the episode of narakasura vadha from shrimad bhagavatam it was an interesting challenge to expand the couple of chapters from the epic into a full fledged novel exploring the character perspectives creating new characters and most important of all exploring the shakta perspective of this episode based on kalika purana and the various thala puranas of kamrup in assam it resulted in creation of new characters who existed parallel to those in mahabharata and bhagavata purana here i need to mention that i was deeply influenced by the telugu prabandha literature most of which was composed in the vijayanagara period under the rule of shri krishna devaraya manu charitra swarochisha manu sambhavam kala purnodayam raghava pandaviyam parijatha paharanam to mention a few swarochisha manu sambhavam by alasani peddana it is the story of the second manu according to our puranic literature and uh, we are presently in the seventh manvantara so manu charitra deserves a special mention in inspiring my journey the composer alasani peddana expanded a single episode of markandeya purana where a beautiful gandharva women varudhini falls in love with a steadfast scholar called pravarakya but he rejects her because he wants to be faith remain faithful to his wife but varudhini gets tricked by another gandharva <coughs> i'm sorry so varudhini gets tricked and betrayed by another gandharva like he impregnates her and then ditches her she retaliates by cursing him and she becomes a very strong single mother to emperor swarochi swarochi comes becomes a great king and he gives birth to swarochi shamanu 
speciality of manu charitra like is the poet's focus on varudhini instead of swaroji so i was listening to a pravachana on the topic by dr gariki pat narsimha rao who is renowned sahasravadhani as well as a kartha he mentions that peddanamathya devoted double the amount of poems in exploring varudhini's point of view than he used to capture the male perspectives there dr gariki pat garu commented that kavi hridayam is stri hridayam and without that thorough understanding of the feminine heart no guy is going to attain fulfillment so true i also learned that in telugu literature maybe it's true to other indic languages also but in telugu literature to for a literary work to attain the status of a kavi it has to necessarily begin with the letter shri invoking the divine feminine at the beginning of the work so that's why we have mollamamma uh, starting ramayana with shri mahima abhiramudu and we have shrimad bhagavat in andhra mahabhagavatam starting with shri kaivalya padambu cherutakunai chintin chedan that's also one of my favorite works and uh, quite a couple of essays contributed to mind makers have been uh, based on andhra mahabhagavatam and andhra mahabharatam also starts with shri vani girijas chiraya dadato vaksho mukhangeshucha which goes like i bow down to those trimurtis trimurtis whose names are not mentioned but they are remembered as the ones who have kept shri vani and girija respectively on in their heart on their tongue as the half of their body that was an inspiring it made me think a lot about exploring this feminine aspect of ancient literature and coming to my upcoming novel avishi i want to share another very interesting incident so while writing abhaya i was working on this scene the scene was about a 5 6 year old abhaya the female protagonist uh, she uh, her very indulgent father dharmasena is telling her stories while feeding her and it was a it is a very nice scene where a father can inspire his daughter through storytelling in the same in a similar situation when i was a toddler my mother used to tell me stories of jansi lakshmi bai rani rudrama devi rani chennamma she wanted me to be resilient brave strong and so who could who from ancient india could inspire abhaya who existed in mahabharata times so it has to be a female warrior who existed before the times of mahabharata and it had to be a warrior because it's a king telling inspiring story to his dear daughter and that was when i came across this very awesome woman from rigveda mentioned in rigveda called vishpala and rigveda itself is a fascinating world of hymns and stories this topic 
of Vishpala is what my second novel, Avishi, is going to explore. Vishpala was an ancient warrior, the head of her settlement. That is what Vishpala literally means. She loses her leg in a night battle and given an iron leg by the Ashina twin gods. I was awestruck upon discovering this story. It's just imagining a woman losing, getting her leg cut off and being fitted with a prosthetic leg and again getting ready to fight is, is something. I had to write about this. I just felt totally compelled to explore the story, though it was just a couple that were mentioning her, mentioning the story again and again. But, you know, no more references. Uh, unfortunately, Vishpala doesn't find a mention in any of the latter texts. So I really wanted to expand the story into a novel, expanding Narakasura Vadha, which is a you know, couple of chapters from Srimad Bhagavatam that was challenging enough. And here my ambition was to expand this precious couple of hymns without much information into a full-fledged novel. But the inspiration stuck. I think that's the grace of uh, Sharadamba. The challenge started right from the depiction. Firstly, Vishwala was not even depicted by any popular Indian artist. The only pieces of art portraying her I found on internet were by some enthusiastic Western artists who were depicting a lot of female warriors. I just felt we have to reclaim that. We have to reclaim that because Western artists are trying and we are not. And many of these global medical journals which delve into processes they mention in the history of processes they definitely mention Rigveda as the world's first reference to processes and they remember Vishpala I just felt we have to reclaim it we had to reclaim it with honor so proud to say that uh, cover art of the cover art of Avishi it also be the first Indian art artwork portraying this awesome ancient warrior queen uh, the artist is uh, none other than Anirudh Sainath, who is very well versed with the iconography of Rigveda. He has worked passionately on this project, and the cover reveal is scheduled on the 12th of this month, the coming Wednesday. Please make sure you like my page to get notified about the cover. I had to reimagine the world of early Rigvedic civilization, I should say, because seeing that there's not much mentioned even in the Rigveda other than this story in a couple of hymns, I thought it should, it should have been a very old story, even history to a lot of people who we come across in Rigveda. So basically, I had to construct a world of ancestors of the Rigvedic people that we see and uh, right set in right at the dawn of our civilization. The process of research was daunting, but inspired by other hymns of Rigveda, for example, Devi Sukta, it is by uh, Rishika, 
a female rishi called Vak Ambrani. This Devi Sukta, it talks in first person. She talks in first person, declaring herself as the divine feminine who bears Mitra, Varuna, Ashvinas, Indra, Agni. Vak Ambrani identifies herself with the driving force of the universe. Perhaps uh, she deserves, deserves another full-length novel, provided there is a storyteller worthy enough. I'm sure there are many, provided we delve into the concept and text with devotion. And then there was Lopamudra. She could inspire multiple epics, given her importance in various texts and sampradayas. Sri Vidya Sampradaya is one of them. So my imagination of this very early Vedic world was influenced by these women who made their presence felt in the oldest book of India. It had to be the story of ancestors who have nurtured these men and women. So in Avishi, you'd find a woman who is a cowherd, who is a night guard, who is a huntress, a good couple of rishikas who don't go back in putting forth their views, women who play a important role in all the decision-making processes. So my intent was the gender parity to do justice to Rigveda. It had to be shown as the natural norm of those times and not as some modern reform. So I hope you'll all enjoy reading Gavishi. The launch is scheduled on uh, around 11th or 12th of August. So all the notifications would be coming on on this on my Facebook page. So please make sure you like the page. So and uh, I'm just stopping, pausing here to take any questions. Are there any questions? Okay, a lot of people have joined. Hello, Aditi, Ashish, Shiva, ma'am, Professor Vamshi, Kavita ji, Srinivas ji. Welcome, everyone. So, if you have any questions, please feel free to. Type them in the comment section. I'll keep checking it from time to time. So, uh, Srinivas GS. Uh, how did you get inspired to write only about women? Um, I don't think we are just writing only about women. Uh, Okay, thanks for asking this question, Dimple, because uh, Avishi, while being the story of this very awesome ancient women warrior, is also the story of the innovation and genesis of prosthesis as a concept. And uh, the person involved here is a male doctor. So it is his story as well. Uh, so as I said, the gender parity inspired from the Rigvedic times is 
gives an equal platform to men and women so you know i would be doing a lot of injustice if i just concentrated on women and left out men because that you know doesn't make any sense so yes i write about women about men also uh if uh, i'd like maybe it's too early to share but uh, one of my future works is also going to be based on uh, raja raja narendra who is the 11th century telugu king the Chal eastern chalukya king so yes ha name avishi what is the story behind this yes avishi was the name i chose for for vishpala because uh, vishpala literally means wish and pala which is wish means settlement in the old rigvedic language and she was the ruler of her settlement which is why she was called as vishpala and uh, so i thought it had to uh, she had to have a name which is just hers and uh, i was just looking for some inspiring names and avishi actually means earth or a river both of which are crucial for a civilization so that's how it was avishi where are the rigvedic verses where avishi is mentioned uh jijit i think uh, i'll post the exact uh, verses the number of verses it's uh, mentioned in the third, in the 10th uh, book of rigveda broadly but uh, there are a couple of uh, i think around five yes five verses which are dedicated to the twin ashwina gods we mentioned vishpala uh, once we conclude the session i'd be posting the exact hymn numbers so any other questions where else do you get references to avishi for your story apart from those few verses yes as i said um, there were essays composed on the quality of rigveda rigveda mentions existence of rep republican form of government alongside monarchy there are there are some beautiful verses used for a republican gathering so that was uh, something where you know where i chose to set my story it will happen alongside a republican settlement which is vishpala settlement and there is also there are also a couple of monarchical settlements and there is an ashram obviously and uh, audio is breaking up uh, oh i'm so sorry so was my audio should i repeat anything uh oh i'm so sorry if the audio is breaking up uh, uh please repeat the question if you want me to repeat the answer uh, for now dimple why the self publishing route any tips for authors who want to follow it uh okay uh, so when i finished writing abhaya i sorry yeah when i finished writing abhaya i had two choices one was to approach the publishers and wait for their feedback whatever it was and then you know i cal calculated they would take around 9 uh, weeks to 12 weeks in their own admission for their first 
first message from them first response and upon that if they are interested they'd ask me to share the full manuscript which they would take another couple of months and then comes the whole editing cycle and after that it had to fit, it has to fit into their marketing plan the launch plan their list so i just figured out all of this would take at least one year at the soonest and you know maybe more than that there there are authors who said they waited for two or three years before their book really got into the you know the publishing mill so i thought and uh, staying in london you can't help uh, getting influenced by these very vibrant uh, uh, indie authors are cute so i was just inspired to take this route so that by the end of two or three years you know i would have established myself as an author started writing my second book now it's less than two years since i published abhaya and i'm doing my second book also i think this is the speed that works for me okay thank you while writing a novel do you write a detailed plot outline before starting to write or fly with your instinct so to say yeah the uh, basically we have this uh, belief that authors are either plotters or tanksters plotters take all the pains to plot the novel from beginning to end the criticism against this method is that uh, we lose the excitement of writing but the excitement is in detail and in determining the how and in discovering the character pivovis uh, i think mayuresh i am uh, partly i'm very much dependent on the instincts and the the creative inspiration but also plotting helps me you know set the world so i do both are you planning to write a trilogy with the names of all the three books starting with a uh, joydeep i think that's a great idea <laughs> did not think about it but i think i'll definitely name my third book also starting with a but uh, but as i mentioned uh, vishpala was inspired while writing abhaya so and uh, you know i just wanted a nice name for vishpala it also you know it's coincidence that it started with a but uh, and that any other questions i missed some early questions because so if i just missed any of your earlier questions please type it out again because i am not able to scroll and scroll back and uh, see the earlier questions thank you thank you joydeep and by the way i think this indic chat is a weekly program i have mentioned it i don't know if the audio the video captured it it's a weekly program okay 
Yeah, uh, Indic Chat is a weekly program. It's an initiative by uh, Indic Academy to promote upcoming authors and existing authors. So please feel free to visit club.com. I think I'll, uh, I'll leave the contact details in the comments once we are done with the session. And uh, I read somewhere that you're already onto your third book. Is that so? Uh, yes, Dimple, I think uh, I have uh, finished on an early draft of a sequel of Abhaya. I don't want to call it a sequel because it doesn't really, uh, you know, take off from where Abhaya ended. But uh, it is a parallel story of uh, Maori, who is the daughter of Mura. So uh, it might, be, it will be a little bit of, you know, standalone as well as draw from Abhaya. Yes, I am fortunately done with an early draft and it will take some time for me to hone the manuscript and publish the next, publish it. So uh, when do you think uh, you'll finish your second book? Uh, Joydeep, I, uh, I finished my second book. Uh, it is set uh, to be launched on 12th or 11th or 12th of August. Uh, I'd be announcing it shortly. Uh, the cover reveal is scheduled on 12th of July. So I hope you'll all like it. As I mentioned, it's going to be one of the first Indian artworks depicting Vishpala. So I hope you will all like the cover and like the book as well. Any other questions? notes to cover to just check if I missed out any points. But yes, I pretty much got everything. I'm just going through my script. So yes, uh, they, I have also planned a couple of guest posts and articles which would reveal more about the Rigvedic world in which the story of Avishi is set. Uh, so I would be approaching our portals, Swarajya, Creative India, Mindmakers, and a couple of other blogs. So I hope uh, you, you're all following those portals. Uh, you know, there are other interesting articles much more by people who are much more qualified than me. And I hope you'll enjoy following those portals. And I hope I have also covered all the questions. So yes, talking so if we are done with questions, I'll take I'll take a couple of couple more minutes to talk about my future writing attempts. 
uh, one of the uh, someone i remember someone asking me uh, if i am planning to write a trilogy but uh, i know it's ambitious and too early to announce anything but i am uh, thinking about writing uh, the story of uh, rajaraja narendra who is an eastern chalukya king uh, in uh, 11th century uh, who is re related to cholas uh, who is who is a son of a chola princess uh, but in telugu history we regard rajaraja narendra with a lot of respect because he was a king who was he was the king who was responsible for for making telugu for giving that uh, separate identity to telugu language it was under his patronage that the first telugu uh, book came into existence that is andhra mahabharatam i think we we talked about andhra mahabharatam and how it started in the earlier part of the session but so uh, that would be one of my future attempts i would be starting it if everything goes well maybe in 2000 sometime in 2018 once i am done publishing daughter of mura any questions so guys i think uh, you have been following indic chat if not you should follow it uh, it's a weekly program it happens every sunday actually this is uh, this is a rare case where it's happening on a saturday but uh, the next uh, indic chat is scheduled on uh, 15th of july correct me if i am wrong dimple uh, on 15th of july it's going to be shruti bakshi the author of from dio to dharma a book uh, with a very powerful statement and i'm looking forward for that chat so please be with us on 15th of this month to meet shruti and also please uh, catch up with the past uh, videos of indic chat i have learned a lot from the other authors so is that all i hope i haven't missed out on any other questions because the comments are taking some time to load so fine uh, i remember someone asking me about uh, the self publishing journey uh, uh, of course while we go indeed we have the we have time in our favor but uh, i have to mention that uh, to those who are planning to continue in this indie journey uh, the process of editing is very important it's important to hire a good editor who is well versed in the genre in our genre and who is 
who shares our passion for the story. Uh, I've been fortunate to work with a couple of very good editors. So uh, those who are planning to pursue the indie author journey, please take care to hire the editor who will resonate with your theme as well as could make your book crisper and as, as good as uh, you know a traditionally published book. Uh, one moment. And I hope all of you have caught up with my first book, Abhaya. So is there anyone who hasn't read Abhaya? Nice. Uh, we have seen the book by now, the print edition uh, happened thanks to Indic Academy again. Uh, this is the book. It's available as a print as well as on Kindle. And it's uh, free on Kindle Unlimited for subscribers of Kindle Unlimited. It's free and uh, I think there is a yeah, good time to mention that uh, there's a discount going on on the print edition on Amazon. So please check out and I'll be posting the link to the book. The link to the book would be available uh, if you click on the shop now button of my page. The link should be I'll be posting the link, but uh, the buy link would be available. Uh, uh, the buy link is there when you click the shop now button on my page. And very happy to also reveal that uh, Abhaya crossed a milestone this uh, morning. Uh, we've crossed around 100 ratings on Goodreads, uh, which is a good milestone for an Indian indie author and uh, yes the cover reveal of Avishi is scheduled on uh, 12th of July and uh, there are a couple of good book bloggers who have signed up to do the cover reveal I hope uh, I think those who are following those bloggers would be notified and uh, please like my page you would be notified of the cover cover launch So that's, I think I've done enough promotion of myself. So <laughs> any other questions? So we also heard a great news. Uh, the videos of Indic Cat, I think uh, I'm told they have got garnered about uh, more than, easily more than 8,000 views. That's a great milestone. So thanks to all of us. Keep 
keep viewing and catch up with uh, older indic chats also stay tuned for the future indic chats as i said shruti bhakshi would be talking about her book from dayor to dharma the next on 15th july so please uh, join us back for the session and so i'll just wait for a couple of moments to address any questions so great so yes if there are any more questions yes i'd be really happy to check them back and answer them and uh, i remember one question i need to answer is the exact hymns of rigveda where the story of avishi is vishpala is mentioned so i'd be coming back on that question getting back on that question and uh, we'll get back on other questions too so thank you thanks everyone for joining us and keep watching indic chat keep reading awesome books by these very awesome authors thank you swarajya and creative india and thank you harikiran garu for this awesome initiative i wish all the best to indicad academy namaste have a great weekend